BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Staying Home with Wit. My heart is with everyone in Texas right now. If you can, please donate to the organizations who are helping Texas right now. We've done a little bit of research and seen that some good ones to donate to are Salvation Army Texas, American Red Cross, Austin Disaster Relief Network, The Other Ones Foundation, Feeding Texas, and Houston Food Bank. Feeling out of control is one of the scariest things, especially when it comes to safety during natural disaster or storm. Prior to the pandemic, I spoke with Simon Huck and Soraya Sutherland, who are experts in emergency preparedness. Simon is a 15-year veteran of entertainment marketing and communications and the co-founder of Judy, a line of home emergency kits. Soraya is a certified emergency manager by the International Association of Emergency Managers and a certified ICS instructor. She has over 12 years experience in school emergency planning, training and response, public health planning, multi-agency coordination and response, local municipal government emergency response, and crisis communications. During our conversation, we talked about how best to be prepared for an emergency. I hope you find this helpful. Here is my chat with Simon and Soraya. Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to With Wit. Okay, Simon, so I want to start with you because Judy is a new product that everybody needs to know about and have in their home. Yes. What inspired you to start Judy? Because your background right. wasn't really in right. emergency preparedness, right? Like right? what's a 35-year-old gay man <laughs> starting a family <laughs> emergency preparedness brand Totally. Doing? Like what sparked that thought one day? So a year and a half ago, I met with my co-founder, Josh, and we had this collection, this like library of stories of friends, family, loved ones, people who had been in these emergency situations, whether it was these high consequence emergencies like wildfires. I had friends who had lost homes in the Wolseley fires, in the campfire. A lot of people that I knew were affected by Hurricane Sandy. And the common denominator in all of these stories, when, when I asked, like, were you prepared? What did you do? Did you have a disaster plan? All of them kind of had this blank look on their face. We were not prepared. 
Um, we didn't know how to evacuate our home. We didn't know who to call once we were, you know, once we had gotten through kind of those traumatic moments after an emergency, there right. was no next step. Right. So when we started looking into what brands are providing and selling safety products, there were no brands that made sense for the everyday family. Um, and that really was the genesis of Judy. And what happened, and Soraya's was such a big part of this, but we had this aha moment five months in where we realized the act of buying an emergency kit is not enough. If you don't know what to do in an emergency, then you're not prepared. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are so many things in the emergency kit that you don't even know exactly what to do with, right? Right. Like, what am I doing with a hand crank radio and why do I need it? Right, right. Okay, so let's get into what is actually in Judy. So Judy's sitting with us right now. It's so funny that it's named Judy, by the way. <laughs> Where did the name come from? Okay, so the name, no, the name is a riot. We tested over 500 people and everyone said that Judy was a, uh, a name that felt like a reliable, reliable type A. Like we all have a Judy in our life. Totally. Like that person that shows up five minutes early who's very like on prompt. your back. Yeah, very yes. prompt. My so. husband's dog was named Judy growing <laughs> up, which is funny. <laughs> okay. So, so that's Judy. Got it. Okay. So Judy is orange and and looks like kind of a small child size. Like <laughs> Yeah. Not not overwhelming. She's a backpack. No, and I think the big challenge, and for those of you listening who bought an emergency kit before, mm -hmm. you'll know that there's no organization mm -hmm. in emergency kits. So if you went on, on, let's say, Amazon or went to Target right now and you bought an, a, a non-branded emergency kit, mm -hmm. it, there's over 30 different items that are stuffed into a knapsack with no organization. So Judy is completely Marie Kondo-ified. Amazing. And we've also given you education and tips and reminders of how to use everything. So we've cr created for lack of a better word, a, a preparedness ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So if I'm Whitney and I'm living in California, we're sending you the three things you need to know to prepare your home for welfare season. Mm -hmm. We're sending you reminders of when to check the battery in your smoke detector. And that's supposed to be every six months. So all these things that you're like, I want to do, I should be doing, but I'm busy and I'm running this and I'm, I'm a mom. And mm -hmm. so we really simplified that entire process. Yeah, for you. because you think nothing is ever going to happen to you. Right. So you also just don't have the motivation to do right. anything about it. That's one of the reasons. And I would say the biggest reason is people, when we talk to people, they say, okay, you know, I don't think anything's ever going to happen to me. Or if something does happen, what can I do to prepare. Like right. really, what could I really, they, they don't believe in their own That they actually have control. Yeah. You're right. So what comes in Judy? There's three different Judys. There's a starter. There's uh, the mover series, which is our go bag, which we have here today. And mm -hmm. then we have the kind of home appliance of preparedness called the safe. Okay. And it's all the products are broken into six different cartridges. So everything from uh, food and water, first aid, um, tools, uh, warmth, safety, every possible emergency product, safety emergency product you would need in the event of a disaster situation is in there. Okay. Amazing. And so depending on where you live or what your fear is, you can modify the Judy. Exactly. So when you go on to Judy's website, readyjudy.com, you put in your zip code, your household configuration, and then it auto-populates to everything that you're vulnerable to. Mm -hmm. And then we send you content and reminders and education and videos um, of all the things that you are vulnerable to. So if you're living in New York City, you're not getting wildfires. You're right. not getting tornadoes. Um, and that's really important because we found when we spoke to people broadly about emergencies, that's the challenge. Like mm -hmm. when you, and I think Soraya, you can speak to this too. When you say be prepared, what does that mean? Right, because there's so many different things that could happen. Right.
And now a word from our brand partner. Right now, I'm obsessed with Juneshine. And I know I talked to you guys about this last week, but that's because one, they're an amazing partner. And two, it's because I really love them and I want you guys to try them. So if you haven't heard of Juneshine, it is hard kombucha. And I love kombucha. Like I drink kombucha without it being hard. So like for it to be hard is really major and cool. It is basically just like the most insanely delicious, better for you alcohol. It's made with real organic ingredients. And unlike other alcoholic beverages, they're transparent about every ingredient they put in their products. It's actually better for you alcohol, which I never thought was possible, but it has real functional ingredients. It's low in sugar, easy on the gut, gluten-free and full of probiotics. It's like the champagne of kombucha. They use green tea and honey as opposed to black tea and sugar for a smoother, less acidic taste. So it's just like so much easier on your system, easier to digest and just like feels easier, you know? They're also sustainably produced, which is extremely important right now. They just committed to becoming 100% carbon neutral. They donate 1% of all sales to environmental nonprofits. Their brewery is powered by 100% renewable solar, and they actually plant trees for all those used to make their six-pack boxes. Anyways, it's that great, perfect balance of like the light and bright buzz with the like, I'm not too full after drinking and eating feeling. So check it out. We've worked out an exclusive deal for With Wit podcast listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to juneshine.com slash wit or use code wit at checkout to claim this deal. That's juneshine, J-U-N-E, S-H-I-N-E dot com slash wit. This discount is only valid for their variety pack. Juneshine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. Have you ever found weird things in a vagina? Have you found yourself needing multiple partners to fulfill your desires? Hey guys, I'm Dr. Jacqueline Walters, a board-certified OBGYN. It is so important that we know how and when to ask the right questions, whether you're in front of your doctor or just hanging out with your good girlfriends. Now, I wanted to create Dr. Jackie's point of view because sometimes you need to just hear the unfiltered good old Dr. Jackie. I will inspire, uplift, and educate women and men on the who, what, when, and where of things we balance daily. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Jackie's Point of View and tune in every Thursday. Now back to our chat. I guess for me, the first thing to really talk about with you, Soraya, is how overwhelmed with fear and anxiety people have when something is about to happen or is happening. What are some techniques, like as simply put, like that you can give to people to just calm down first, right? Like I feel like the first thing people do is panic and then they need to figure out how to calm down and make a plan. Right. So I think 
what we find is typically 10% of people panic in yeah. general. And yeah. then the 90% of us do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's trying to retrain essentially your brain so that you have a plan in place. You've practiced that plan. You've thought through that plan mm-hmm. so that if something happens, regardless if it's an earthquake or you have to evacuate your house, mm-hmm. um, you already have a plan in place and you kind of talk through that plan and then also discuss it with your family. And that's really a critical piece because, you know, a lot of people say, hey, your kids are so prepared. It must be because of what you do. And yeah, it might play some of it, but we're prepared because we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. We make it not scary. Mm-hmm. We give them the tools to make empowered decisions, to be positive and proactive to help themselves. Mm-hmm. So here living in California, how do you, have you prepared them? I mean, obviously fires and earthquakes are our biggest concerns for natural disasters. Like how do you approach those conversations so that you don't scare them? Because we're, you know, it's always that fine line of like not wanting to freak out your children and make them worry about something that they don't need to. But when something happens, also wanting them to like be empowered and feel like they have a little bit of control. That's a great question. So first, They're getting a lot of this at school anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So a great way for parents to start these conversations are to ask questions. So what, you know, especially kids might come home and say, hey, mommy, you know, this is, I heard this at school and, or they say something which you don't, you immediately are going to go to a different place. Mm -hmm. But so ask them like, well, what do you think it means? Um, How does it make you feel? And then it validates their feelings and concerns, but it creates a safe space to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. So there's very appropriate ways to have conversations around earthquakes. What to do during an earthquake, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. They're teaching this as early as two years old Mm -hmm. in preschool. And they make it not scary. So they use terms, I've heard the term jack-in-the-box, where they teach kids to get really, you know, get in a small position on the floor and cover their head and neck. Because most preschools, they don't have a lot of structures for kids to get underneath tables and chairs and things like that. Right. Play-based. Right. So the idea is, is now they're already starting this process. They're getting that intuitive response. And so you, you have those conversations and you end on a positive. So you say, hey, we do this to stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you show me how we would stay safe? Can you show me what you think we should do? And then start asking the questions because they may have a different interpretation of what it is that we're trying to talk about versus what we think that they're talking about. Right, right. So always lead with questions. Okay. And God forbid something happens in the middle of the night while we're home. What do we do in that event? I mean, especially for an earthquake. We had one recently, a very, very small one. I think it was a couple weeks ago and I was in bed and luckily it wasn't very big. So I didn't feel the need to do anything, but like, God forbid it happens and Sunny's in the other room. What are we supposed to do? Do we run in there? Like, you know, your instinct is to run in there right, and right. get them. So teach your kids to stay where they are. That is okay. so critical because people get hurt and mo- the mo- majority of injuries happen from people trying to move during mm-hmm. earthquakes mm-hmm. Um, because they fall. And if you're not on the ground and you're trying to run through it, the earthquake's going to throw you to the ground. Okay. So teach your kids to stay in bed. Don't, And it's very scary. And I understand that. I know as parents, like you said, our first instinct is to go to our children. Right. Um, so we tell everyone to stay in bed. I'm a mom. I've got three little kids. Um, there's nothing in the whole world that's going to stop me from trying to get to my kids. Right. So if you're like me and then you, um, try and eliminate the hazards on your way to their bedrooms. Okay. I don't recommend running um, or trying to get to them, but if you have to, and that's what you know instinctively you're going to do because mm-hmm. your kids are scared and they're crying and they want mommy or daddy, 
take away the hazards, so no bookshelves and hallways. And if they are, they're bolted to the wall. Okay. Picture frames, make sure that they are secured with earthquake putty and things like that to the walls so that they're not falling. Because the issue is, is they're going to fall, they're going to shatter. Now you've got glass, you've got hazards. Um, you're in bed with bare feet, you're running to right. them, and then all of a sudden you're injured and you need to take care of your family. Absolutely. And yeah. the first thing is, is if you are going to get up and try to get to your kids, make sure you have a pair of shoes under your bed and put those on. Right. Just okay. get into the right. habit of what, you know, get up and putting something on okay um because you could be stepping on glass you just you don't and then you may not be able to get back to your bedroom where your shoes are Mm -hmm. if you have to leave your house Mm -hmm. so those are you know having some shoes by your bed a flashlight because you may lose power being able to see your way through and keep the batteries in your flashlight upside down so it doesn't drain or corrode the battery in your flashlight interesting and it's actually a great tip to keep your kids away from playing with flashlights oh my god my son (laughs) loves playing with flashlights he loves it. So they pick it up and they're like, oh, it doesn't right. work. Right, and then so they're, they're just using it all the time right. and draining the battery. And then right. when you actually need it, right. it's right. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, that's funny. I actually was thinking about just getting him a play flashlight so that he didn't <laughs> Timmy's flashlight. So where where do we then keep the Judy? Where's like the safest spot to keep the Judy? And then I want to talk really about like each thing that's in there that we never really thought we actually needed. Yeah. So where's the safest spot to keep it? So I would say wherever you're keeping your Judy or maybe the items you've taken out to put elsewhere, it needs to be in a place where people are. Okay. Um, you shouldn't be taking these kits and putting them in garages or attics or basements. Okay. Um, you may not be able to get there. So you want that in an area or a space where your where people are, where your family is. Like under your bed, maybe? Under your bed. In your closet? Closet's a great idea. Okay. Pantry. Keep it somewhere where you can access it because if it's not accessible, it's not going to do you a lot of good. Right, right. And now a word from our brand partner. You guys might have heard of Kula, but I am here to tell you all about their new skincare collection that is super, super, super awesome. It's healthy, it's organic, and it supports your skin's natural barrier to help fight modern day skin aggressors like blue light, toxins, dry air, and even your lifestyle, like two glasses of red wine I had last night. What I love about Kula is that they're thinking about not only just like anti-aging and reversing things, but they're actually working to protect your skin. So Kula's organic skincare keeps moisture in and nutrients in and modern day environmental and digital stressors out. They have a cream called the Great Barrier Cream Fortifying Moisturizer that's supposed to harness the healing power of the sea with organic ingredients like sea kelp and blue algae to boost hydration and help fortify your skin's natural barrier. You know how your skin just always looks so good after you go in the ocean. They also have the Vital Rush Skin Renewal Serum, which revitalizes stressed skin with an organic blend of plant power ingredients. So they use a little bit of goji berry, a little bit of like vitamin rich camu camu extract, and it really gives that rush of concentrated nutrients that renews fatigued skin. One of my favorite products which you guys have probably used or been told to use before is their award-winning sun silk drops and they really do it all. They're a fan favorite and they're sheer drops that just provide lightweight, broad spectrum SPF 30 protection and Kula's full spectrum 360 technology to help mitigate the effects of blue light, IR, and pollution. All right. So if you are interested in this, 
which you should be, check out Kula Organic Skincare on Kula.com. That's C-O-O-L-A.com. We'll even give you 10% off your first order with the code WITHWIT. So that's Kula.com, C-O-O-L-A.com, and get 10% off your first order with the code WITHWIT. And now back to our chat. Let's talk about what's in there that we should know how to use like in advance. Yeah. And I think I look at all emergency kits, like the three foundations are food, water and first aid. Okay. One of the things we learned about water and I, I had this kind of, oh, my God, moment is that water itself doesn't expire. What what happens is the plastic seeps into your water after a certain amount of time. So in the Judy emergency kit, you have shelf-stable water up to seven years. Oh, wow. So if you were ever in a bind and you didn't have access to clean drinking water, Judy has you covered. Um, we also have meal replacement bars okay. that come in all of the Judy's. Okay. So they last up to seven years as well. Amazing. 400 calories. And again, it's something that everyone in the family can enjoy. It's nut-free. And it's something that it's easily transportable. So right. if you needed to take it out of the Judy, if you had it in your go bag and you were, you know, you needed to put it into your purse, you could. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the products are all, and I'm sure I know you can speak to some of the other kind of utilitarian purposes of like a hand crank radio. Yeah. But if you lose power and you're, you know, I know, I think it wasn't, it was the class before yours. We had someone there who lived in the Pacific Palisades, I think it was. And there, her street was getting evacuation notices, but she had no Wi-Fi. Right. And her biggest concern was falling asleep with her kids in, you know, the room next door. And not knowing that she needed to evacuate. Right. And she thought, what can I do? And Uh the hand crank uh, emergency radio is perfect. Leave Mm -hmm. it on. And those all of the emergency alerts come through. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you think, oh, will I ever use it? Well, you will. Like there's there's kind of purpose and utility in all of these products. Right. And something you mentioned earlier, and I think it's really important to talk about because we've spoken to so many people who've been in emergencies, because mm-hmm. I'm one of these type A people that before I started Judy, I thought, oh, I would know what to do in the event of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Like I am a quick thinking type A doer. But what happens is in emergencies, you go into a state of emotional mm-hmm. paralysis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people that we've spoken to who are high powered executives or super moms don't know where their keys are. They don't know where their passport is, they leave everything Mm -hmm, in the home mm -hmm. and they're outside in their bare feet holding their child's hand in a state of shock. That would be me. That would be you. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's the biggest learning. That's what's most critical, whether you buy Judy or not, or whether you make your own go bag on the internet. We, you know, that's that great. At least you're doing something. But I think the information, the conversation we're having now is what is quite literally life-saving. To Simon's point that he was talking about, you know, the state of shock you go in, you run out of your house, you're standing there with no shoes on. Being able to think through that process, what are you going to do? What's, what are the first things you're going to do after something happens? If you have to get out of your house quickly, that's one circumstance. But if it's, say it's an earthquake, what are the things you're checking on yourself? Mm-hmm. Make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're going to check on your on people, right? Your, the other people in your home, your children, your pets. Then what are you going to do? Are you going to turn off your gas? Do you know how to turn off your gas? No. Um, so <sighs> those are things that are important. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't know how, then have a plumber stall an automatic shutoff valve, gas shutoff valve on your actual gas valve. Okay. Anything of a four and a half magnitude, it will automatically shut off, which is important for especially parents with families. 
you're going to be in every which direction. Knowing that that's going to just shut off in a large earthquake will save you a lot of peace of mind, and that's one additional thing you don't have to think about. But learning how to do it manually is also critical as well. So the number one cause of fires after earthquakes, and that's really what causes the most damage. So being able to turn off your gas. And then just, you know, going through that mental checklist of what you're going to do write it down, stick it on your fridge. The more that you see it, you talk about it, you say it out loud, the more higher likelihood that you'll be able to do this. And then you can have those conversations, you know, with your family, even sitters coming into your home as well. Mm -hmm. So what are the other things in the home safety wise that we should be learning how to do or that we should be checking on? Like, what are some of those kinds of things? So smoke detectors are critical. So we're coming up on daylight savings time. Okay. Change your batteries. Okay. Because, I mean, it's so fun. It's typical 3 a.m. My mind goes off. And yeah. I'm like, why is this going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> always in the middle yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah. always. <laughs> so do it. Just get into a rotation. Set a, a reminder on your calendar. Daylight savings. And you're going to hit check, change, smoke detectors. Okay. Batteries. Okay. And then you get it into the cycle. That will give you precious precious seconds to get out of your home. Okay. It can change the outcome of your life, of your of people in your family's life. Get those. They're early detection. You they will they do save lives. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's absolutely true. And we see this time and time and time again. Okay. I'm um, checking smoke detectors, learning how to turn your gas off. Mm-hmm. Know how to turn your water off. Okay. If you have if you've got ruptured pipelines in the walls or if you suspect a water leak because of the shaking, knowing how to turn off your water. Know how to turn off your electrical panel. So just from the circuit breakers, how to turn those off in the event you see anything sparking. Okay. Um, or if you smell something, you just, those are things that are really simple that you can learn how to do, mm-hmm. that at least you have a plan and you know what to do mm-hmm. if you encounter those types of situations. Okay. And then what are some of the things that we should have prepared in a bag that don't necessarily come in Judy, like all the personal items that we need? So important documents. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure you get copies of your utility bills, your marriage license, ch- um, children's birth certificate. Why utility bills? So what we found in the San Diego fires during, I think it was this firestorm in 2007, where it had burned everything. I mean, down to, I mean, there was nothing left. And that's how they had to verify where homes actually stood oh and God. how you could verify this is where I lived. Oh my God. Um, but also so many people move often and your driver's license isn't always reflective of your current home address. Right. And if you don't have an actual like bill of some sort, utility bill to verify that you live in this neighborhood, you won't be able to get in. Okay. So that's a really good piece to have. Always keep a copy of your utility bills, birth certificates, marriage license, copies of passports. Right. But aren't birth certificates, marriage licenses, and passports like all, are they documented by the government? Like, could you go pick up those things? Eventually. Yeah. Um, It just depends how long, you know, for how long the duration is. Right. The other thing is, is if you have animals, keep a current copy of vaccine records. Make sure because if you have to go to a shelter and you're taking your animal to an animal shelter, they're going to want to know these things because now you've got potentially multiple animals and who knows what the story is. So that's always something that's good to have on you. What about children's vaccination records? Um, that's always good okay. to have. I mean, I've, I've never heard of them asking for that in a shelter, but yeah. it's good for you to have as well. Okay. Um, because you just, you don't know how long you're going to be displaced for. It'll save you time on the back end rather than having to call the doctor's office and get copies of these things. Also keep copies of 
your children's phone numbers for schools. Okay. And that's something you can keep on, you know, your refrigerator. But right. Or have it written down somewhere because mm-hmm. if you lose power, your phone's not going to going to work. Right. Um, cash in small denominations like ones and fives, ATM machines aren't going to work. Right. So if you need a bottle of water and all you have is $20, guess what? That bottle of water is $20. Right, right. So small denominations. Um, keep family photos. Not only is it helpful if you ever have to go to a shelter and show a photo of if you're looking for someone, mm-hmm. but you have something in print, but it also provides a lot of comfort. And so you need to include those comfort items as well. And now a word from our brand partner. I actually asked for a new toothbrush for the holidays and I got a brooch. If you're in the market for a new toothbrush, you have to try Bruch. I have felt like as I'm getting older, I'm getting like more and more conscious of my teeth. And so my toothbrush is just super important to me, especially also because it's something we do two times a day, every day. And finding Bruch has been pretty amazing. Bruch is amazing. My teeth feel squeaky clean, like that feeling you get when you've just had your braces off. You know, I know that feeling all too well because I had braces on and off for eight years and your teeth are just like super smooth. Like most people actually still use a manual toothbrush, even though dentists recommend electric brushes because they're proven to be more effective, like GPS versus paper map electric oven or wood burning stove. You want like the most efficient technology. The packaging is super chic. The color is super chic. It matches with my bathroom, which is important because it's something that I need to leave on my counter. Here are some details about the brush. All right. It has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience, a four-week battery life, magnetic charging stand, and compact travel case. They do have a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruch ships you new replacement heads every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head, which is also just yuck. Get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code WITHWIT at bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code with wit at bruch, B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. One more time, that's 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan. Use my promo code with wit at bruch.com. And now back to our combo. One of the first things I did when I met with Soraya after talking to her was went home, and this was on your recommendation, and did a full video and photo log of everything in my home in the event that if there was a fire or some sort of disaster, I would have a log because I can't tell you how many people we've spoken to who've been in nightmare. First of all, you have this disaster happen, this trauma. Right, right. Then you have to deal with your insurance company. Right. And claim everything that was once in your home. And if you don't have you know, I'm not receipts of everything you bought. Who does? Who no, no one? Who does? No who does? one. And so dealing with that on top of dealing with the fact that you've lost your home, memories and possessions, it's so easy to do. It took me five minutes. I did a full photo and video log of all the big ticket items in my home and I saved it. It's my yeah. favorites in my phone. It took me two and I feel so much better. Right. In the event that something happened. Right. And then obviously you back that up because God yep. forbid your phone. I mean, so if our phones don't work, do you guys recommend having, first of all, a house line? And will the house line even work? I mean, my mom has been telling me to get a house line forever. <laughs> I think my husband is finally going to do it. But will house line even work? So I think 
there's two important differentiations when we talk about landline phones. There's the voice over IP that you normally get as part of a bundled package right. with your internet or cable. Mm-hmm. Um, those are they act very similar to cell phones in regards to how they'll function if you lose power or internet. Then there's that old school plug into the wall kind of rotary phones. Yeah. Those are the ones that when we're talking about redundancy, those are the ones that really create that level of redundancy because those are landlines. Those are hardwired into the ground that will be able, you'll be able to pick up the phone and call someone. Okay. The only thing I would caution with those are the infrastructure with those are is very outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great backup, but it, it shouldn't be your sole. You shouldn't be relying on that solely. But it's a great option because how many families have no landlines anymore. Most right. people just have cell phones. Exactly. So I think about this, like if we go out to dinner and I have a sitter come, I don't have a landline phone. So how are my kids, if something happens to my sitter, how are my kids going to call 911? Right. What are right. they going to right. do? Right. So it's like, so we teach, I teach my kids on how to get into my phone and dial 911 because most people have passcodes now on their phones. So we, te- we talk about it and I'm telling you, my three-year-old knows how to do it. I mean, they're constantly so, hitting stuff. So your three-year-old will know your babysitter's code to get into her phone to then no. call 911? There's, you can basically on your phone. On your cell phone. On your cell phone. Yeah. Um, you know how if you hit an, any button and it asks you to type in your passcode? Yes. To the far bottom left, it says emergency. Okay. And if they tap emergency, okay. then what you can do is just on a piece of paper, you make like a mock cell phone mm-hmm. and talk to them about how do you right. dial 911. Okay. Smart. So simple. And mm-hmm. you, you do it. I mean, they do this in school. Do it with your family mm-hmm. or teach them, hey, you can go next door and get help to mm-hmm. a certain neighbor that you trust. Right. Um, you know, but again, it's just, it's talk, hey, listen, if you're here and you need help and mommy and daddy aren't here or the babysitter can't help you because, yeah. some, you know, something's happened, you know, and ask them, quite, what do you think we should do? Right. And then help them be part of the answer. Besides all those, the documents and things, what else should we have prepared, ready to go? The number one thing that we see in shelters is people show up without shoes mm. because you're running out of your house. Mm-hmm. So. Having shoes at different exits, just even if it's a pair of flip-flops, it's not ideal, but at the back door, whatever, um, people leave their wallets and their purses. So creating a go bag that you can easily grab and, and go out the door with mm-hmm. has everything you need. A great activity to do at home is set a timer for two minutes okay. and see what you can grab in okay. two minutes to okay. get out of your house. And what you find is for the first like 15 or 20 minutes, you're like, oh. I don't even know where to start. Like, where do I even begin? And what's actually important? And we find people grab the most random stuff. And you're like, when did you grab this? Yeah. So that's a good practice. If you don't have a go bag, start there. Okay. And then go back and rethink this. Okay, what do I need? Mm -hmm. What's important to us? What do we need to be taking? Um, What do we need to make copies of? What's important for us to leave the house with? Right. Um, And then create a go bag for yourself. Create go bags for your kids. Mm -hmm. Those are really good things to keep. Have a fire extinguisher at your house. Okay. And know how to use it. Yes. Um, That is critical. Yes. Because having a fire, it's like the kid, if you don't know what to do or how to use any of this stuff, it's not going to do you any good. Right. So it's really, and what, you know, I really like what Judy has in terms of they give you the kit, but they don't just leave you, you know, that you get the kit and then you've got like a friend standing beside you to help guide you and navigate the process and uh-huh. say, hey, listen, this is the, these are the hazards in your area. These are the things that are going to impact you the most. This is why this is included in the kit. And this is how to use it. Yeah, that's so helpful. And that's powerful mm-hmm. because as you sit down and you're going through this and you're talking about these things with your family and your yeah. family members, 
it starts triggering different conversations mm-hmm. in a non-scary way, mm-hmm. which is wonderful because it gets that conversation going. Right. Is there anything we're missing, like anything super important that we haven't touched on? So there are four things okay. that I think are really important for okay. people to know. So yeah. know the hazards in your area uh-huh. so that you can prepare and respond to them. Okay. Again, it's going to be different circumstantial where you live. Yeah. The second thing is, is sign up to receive emergency alerts, okay. regardless of where you live. If you need to go, you can go to your local city website or you call your local police and fire department and ask them, how do I register to get emergency alert? Listen to authorities. If they tell you to evacuate, don't be a hero. Mm -hmm. Don't try and stay. Mm -hmm. You create a hazard for yourself, your family, and emergency responders now have to come in. Right. And if you don't feel safe, you don't have to wait to be told to evacuate. Mm -hmm. Leave. You can leave. Right. And then have a plan. Okay. Have a plan on what to do. And this goes universally for anywhere traveling, vacation, know where you're going, what hazards are in the area where you guys are traveling to, and then have a plan. What are you going to do? And same thing, if your kids, if you're separated, chances are you all will, husband, wife, make sure you have a plan on how you're going to reconvene, where you're going to meet, if you okay. can't get back into your neighborhood, mm-hmm. have an out-of-state contact. Okay. Um, that is Oh, critical. I remember that being really important. So right. important. Phone lines are going to be inundated. And especially right. now with 5G, it takes less distance to travel to cell towers. So you can only imagine they're just going to be overloaded in a disaster. Right. So having an out-of-state contact established. That's why when you're filling out your kids' emergency forms, it says out-of-state contact. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Because that is going to be the individual. If they can't get a hold of you, they're going to be calling. And you need to call that individual as well. And you can, they can serve as like a family communication center. And you're going to call your cousin out-of-state and say, hey, I'm okay. And if we can't get through to each other locally, we'll call that person and they'll have an update. I just talked to Whitney and she's okay. That's absolutely critical as well. Okay. Amazing. Thank you guys so much. So, so informative. Okay, so tell us where we can find you guys again and where we can purchase the Judy. You can find us at readyjudy.com and you can follow us on Instagram at readysetjudy. Okay, thank you guys so much thank for you coming so much, on. Baby. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.